measurement should be something that is always continuously being revisited and continuously being tested and continuously being updated. That's the way. So along with developing best practices and your actual strategies and tactics, you also always need to be thinking about sort of when was the last time you calibrated your measurement? When was the last time you tested for measurement's sake? And always continuously update that. You're listening to the Meta Business Innovation and Technology Podcast, conversations with industry leaders on new trends and products that can grow your business. Today, host Jordan Roger Smith sits down with Anthony Scarpacci, Vice President of Growth at Acorns, and Will Sargason, Marketing Science Manager here at Meta. Together, they'll take a deeper look at performance and attribution, turning to the data to explore how partners can leverage Meta's measurement solutions in the best way possible. I'm your host, Jordan Roger Smith. And if you want to learn from industry leaders about new trends and products that can grow your business, then this is the podcast for you. And so today we're going to be looking at the topics of performance and attribution and trying to answer questions like, well, why hasn't my performance recovered? Or is advertising on Meta still valuable when my last click campaigns are driving so much conversion attribution? For these at Meta, we always turn to the data and guide our partners to leverage our measurement solutions in the best way possible. And to help me dig into that, Today, I'm going to be joined by Anthony Scalpacci, Vice President of Growth at Acorns, and Will Sargason, Marketing Science Manager here at Meta. So to start here, it's great to have you both here at the podcast, and I'd love for you to just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what it is you do day to day. So Anthony, it'd be great to start with you. Sure, absolutely. Well, it's great to be here. I have over 10 years of experience in growth and performance marketing from direct mail to digital, including leading teams across brands from telecom to fintech. Most recently, in the last two years, I've been leading growth at Acorns. And for those that don't know about Acorns, Acorns is a financial wellness system for the up and coming, which is there to help them save and invest for their future, which originally started with rounding up customers' spare change and investing them into a diversified portfolio of exchange-traded funds or ETFs, and has since expanded into retirement accounts, checking accounts, custodial accounts for children, educational tools, and more. Awesome. It's great to have you here. Will, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is you do here at Meta? Sure. Thanks for having me. My name's Will Sargeson. I've been at Meta for five years now, managing the marketing science team focused on working with our financial service advertisers. So companies such as Acorns and working with Anthony. Prior to coming to Meta, I was at a large bank for over 10 years working in marketing analytics focused on credit card acquisitions. Happy to be here. All right, it's great to have you. And we'll pretty much jump straight in as you know, anyone who works in digital media will have noticed that the landscape over the last few years has changed quite dramatically. And Anthony, I'd love for you to be able to share a little bit about from the work you've been doing at Acorns, like how your approach to sort of tackling this change has evolved in a sense as you've begun to learn various things from that have been successful or not successful and sort of where you're at today with how you leverage Meta's products to really drive, you know, the best performance you can and be able to actually that in the most accurate way possible. Yeah, absolutely. I would say to start, it has been helpful to be really rooted and grounded in consistent frameworks for how you think about attribution, incrementality, and the customer journey throughout. In the most recent history, though, as you alluded to, all of the changes in privacy have really been creating challenges for our understanding of performance and measurement and the ability for us to attribute new customers to the channels that drove them to our brand. 
you mentioned sort of on the digital side, particularly that's where targeting and measurement has been hit the hardest by these recent privacy policies and changes. The big question for us through all of this in the most recent time was what percentage of these changes were actually changes in performance or changes in the attribution and the visibility of the performance. So understanding if things are actually performing worse off or are we just losing the visibility into seeing what's happening? Our shift has really been to focus on those tools, levers and frameworks within our control now to improve performance and specifically around two components measurement and creative. And as many would agree, creative is more important than ever. You need to break through with your message and resonate with consumers. But measurement is a very, very close second. And being the lead on growth, I'm accountable for our marketing spend and need to be really, really confident in our investment decisions for how we spend across our media mix. What's great is that with the introduction of Private Lift, it's really been able to support our need for better attribution and impact measurements so we could get closer and closer to understanding what the true customer acquisition costs from our investment in Facebook and Instagram advertising have become and has really helped to improve our confidence in our strategy there. And so one of the technologies you mentioned there, Private Lift, is probably at the forefront when it comes to attribution and measurement technology. And for those who you know may not be that far along on the journey, or still thinking about measurement in in that last click world in a sense. You know, Will, can you talk a little bit about what the measurement landscape looks like today and you know what that journey could look like for somebody who is still thinking about you know the last click attribution when you have a multitude of tools, whether it's things like MMM or you know normal lift or now something like private lift, and just how a user should think about that journey of moving from one tool to the next or, you know, moving from one methodology to another methodology? Sure. As Anthony mentioned, the industry is undergoing a lot of change and sort of a shift towards privacy. What that really means is that there's really no single measurement solution that accurately captures all of your media. What the best advertisers are doing is using a number of different measurement techniques and then trying to triangulate those. But taking a step back, when we talk about sort of what are the challenges, what do we mean when we're talking about attribution, last click attribution, it's helpful to remember sort of looking at financial services, for example, what are the challenges that it comes to measuring a campaign on digital media? And if you think about it, most of the media that's delivered through Meta's products are on cell phones. But despite all of the progress financial service companies have made over the years, making their applications more mobile friendly, the fact is, is the consumer still is more, many of them are much more comfortable applying for financial service types applications on their computer. So if you look at an example, even if you had an ad that was relevant, hitting to the right person at the right time, and they wanted to respond to that ad, there are many consumers will see that ad on their mobile, walk over to their computer, sit down at the computer, either go directly to that website. Most will actually go to a search engine first, type in the company they're looking for, and then click on the top then proceed to fill out the application. If you are using a last touch attribution only, then the search words that you bought through that engine would be the one that gets credit for that conversion, even though it may have been started through a mobile application. So one of the measurement techniques that we like to use and that privacy enhancing technologies or private lift allow us to do 
is set up a controlled experiment where we have the test group actually sees the ads and the control group does not. And then after a period of time, it doesn't matter which channel the people converted through, you then tie back how many people converted in your test group, how many people converted in your control group, and the difference is attributed to those ads. That's what we mean when we talk about incrementality, and that's what we mean when we talk about lift. And then how you actually do the sharing of the conversions between the advertiser and the platform such as Meta is where private lift comes into play. So it used to be that this was all shared and you really only captured digital conversions through the pixel. You also always had the option of doing geo-based lift where you have matched markets, where some people in one market see the ads and others don't in the other market. And then you have technologies such as private lift where we can actually use advanced technologies such as double encryption and multi-party computations, but a lot of complicated ways of sort of allowing the advertiser and meta to get out of the study what they need. You can see the incremental number of conversions. You can see the how much those conversions are worth without actually sharing consumer level data between the two parties. And that's what we mean by private lift. And one thing just to add on to, to what Will was mentioning, the reality of the world is that there's lots of interaction effects across all marketing channels and customers are seeing television ads, they're seeing digital ads, and none of these things are existing in a bubble. And for me in prior roles, I remember trying to solve for this unified vision of a true bottoms-up multi-touch attribution solution where you could stitch together at a customer level every single impression that they saw or clicked on and then figure out some you know regression model or approach to say how much credit you want to go give to each of those touch points assisting along the way but the reality is in the way that we're headed as an industry it's going to be harder and harder to really solve for attribution in that way so this gold standard of taking users who are you're withholding from impressions and users that you are serving impressions to can help understand for a channel like Facebook and Instagram, what its role to play is in driving incremental behavior from the consumers who are also seeing some of these other things, whether it's marketing advertisements, news in the press of different brands like Acorns and other influencing factors in the market. And so with that in mind, like there's been a lot of resurgence as well with the changes to the digital media landscape in, in MMM. And Meta recently announced a number of changes about the data and the accessibility of data will make available to help you know customers build MMM models. And so where does MMM now sit into this new world of Lyft and private Lyft? And how have you been thinking about sort of how that, you know, previously old tool that you know came around in you know the 60s or the 70s had a resurgence given the changes that have been going on and how that also plays into how you think about measurement as well. Yeah, it's a great question. From my perspective, I really see it as three disciplines that all need to work, you know, in partnership with each other for brands. The first is geo holdouts or user level holdouts, like with private lift to understand on a channel by channel basis, a good understanding of incrementality and its role to play in the customer journey. And then pairing that with the best version of a bottoms up and the tops down attribution methodology. So tops down being that media mix modeling framework that, that you described, and then bottoms up being 
the best version that you can do to approximate a multi-touch attribution model through different methodologies available to you. So it's really taking those three approaches all together in concert with each other to triangulate, as Will mentioned earlier, to get within some general confidence interval or confidence range of what you believe your customer acquisition costs are and the impact that you're driving across all of your investments. Yeah, and that's similar to the way I think about the measurement landscape as well in terms of that MMM is really sort of used for broad budget allocation, even though there have been a lot of improvements to the speed with which MMM can come to market. It used to be sort of once or twice a year. Now we have advertisers that are willing to do it sort of almost you know every other week, but it still can't replace an always-on multi-touch attribution. So that's sort of the second layer. You think about MMM as your broad budget allocation. Then you've got your attribution, which is your always-on tactical sort of strategy around how you can allocate different strategies and tactics across your channels. And then both of those are grounded in your true measurement through controlled test design using incrementality. And that will inform those other two. And that's what we're really talking about and sort of triangulating. And then specifically to private lift, it is a way of sort of being able to do that without actually ever sharing personal log level data between the two, between advertiser and meta. And so Anthony, you know, given private lift is a privacy enhancing technology that is, I imagine for most, a black box of complexity. Again, I'm not au fait in exactly how it works internally, but can you tell us a little bit about your experience and the results that you saw from running those initial tests and if it differed from your expectations in a good way or, or a bad way? And what is it that you feel you've learned that you can sort of change going forward as it comes to how you approach thinking about measurement within Meta? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think when we were first presented with the opportunity to participate and leverage private lift from the Meta team, it was not a question for us that we wanted to go use it to continue our learning agenda. Two of our values at Acorns are find a way and never stop growing. And we are in an endless pursuit of continuous improvement and understanding of the work that we do and the work we drive. So Private Lift was really helping with that. A few things that made me really excited about the opportunity that Will touched on as well is this is a solution that would work for app-based businesses like ours. And it's a safe testing opportunity for highly regulated industries. So all of that really made us confident in moving forward with this to help further refine our understanding of our marketing mix. And when partnering with the team to develop this experiment, we ran it and the results were pretty strong and pretty great. We achieved a 55% lift in acquired customers from the holdout group, which was great to see. And was actually really exciting because it also validated some of the other methodologies that are a little bit less precise, like the geo holdouts that we were talking about earlier. And they were generally tracking in line with what we believed Facebook's and Instagram's role were in driving performance for us. So stitching that together with some of these other data points really made us feel more confident than ever in our continued investment in the channels to continue to help us meet our business goals going forward. So we were really happy to see the results that Anthony just touched on for Acorns. And results will vary from business to business and test to test. And they'll even vary for Acorns over time, from time to time, which is why we really suggest sort of having always on testing mentality so you can always sort of calibrate between those. But I think Anthony touched on something else as well, which is really important. I talked about the three layers earlier and sort of 
coordinating across those. But even within the layers, you want to calibrate various sources of truth. So we talked about looking at this geo results versus this type of results. So that is the type of coordination and triangulation that we strongly recommend. In terms of the lift itself, that will vary depending on the campaign, the company that's running it, the industry that you are in, the time of year that you're running. So the results can definitely vary from time to time. Yeah. And to add to that too, it's also likely highly dependent on what your media mix is at the time. If, you know, whether Facebook and Instagram are the only channels that you're running or you have a very diverse and mature media mix with multiple offline and digital channels, there could be a lot of interaction effects between those channels. And it may be really hard to understand what is the true cannibalization versus incremental value that all of those are providing. So it definitely can vary. And then the other piece I would sort of mention as well that we hit on sort of at the top of the discussion was the power of creative too. So the more powerful your creative is and the performance is how it's resonating with consumers and how the message is landing, that's going to also help to make sure that you achieve the best outcomes from your campaigns. And even with all of those, they're not caveats, but you know, those things to think about. Those are still some you know, pretty fantastic results. And from within Acorns, like when you went back to the analytics team or, you know, they came to you with those numbers, how did that land and sort of what was the thoughts and feelings for everyone on the ground having seen those results for the first time, given everything that has been going on in the industry and some of the uncertainty that may have been present beforehand? Yeah, it, it landed quite well. And I give a lot of credit to the meta team who helped us to make sure that we were all grounded and right way to interpret the results of the tests and the methodology and how to apply it to our understanding of and go forward strategy. And as we hit on earlier, really sort of the validation from being within the range of what we expected from other views of performance from our different sort of bottoms up modeling from our multi-touch attribution solutions, as well as those geo holdouts. It just made us feel more confident than ever that we were investing in the right levels that Facebook and Instagram with also driving sort of broad reach to new audiences that we may not be addressing with other channels. So, you know, one fear you could have is that all of your targeting across marketing is just increasing saturation of impressions to the same users over and over again to the point of really extreme diminishing returns and wasted ad spend. So this was also really positive for us to validate that we're doing a good job of making sure that our channels are complementing each other and getting extended reach to our target customers of everyday Americans. So all really, really positive and sort of gets us excited to continue periodic experiments like this in the future to continue to understand where these channels' roles fit and their incrementality fits within our mix. Yeah, and I think it's a good question to ask, Jordan. When you see results that are so strong like this, it is important to question them. And I think the important part that Anthony touched on is, is that it was in line with other sources of measurement that they already had. So it may be surprising to us, but it wasn't surprising to the Acorns team because it was in line with some of the expectations with what they already had. And so I think that is important. It's always great to see great results, but you also always want to triangulate and make sure that those results are in fact valid and aligned with sort of the, your other various measurement solutions. And so Anthony, having gone through the journey or that process, you know, from yourself and your own experience, having gone, you know, from you know, very simple attribution methodologies, like right the way now through to being on the cutting edge of attribution with something like private lift, 
What advice do you have for someone who is partly on that journey or even looking to start that journey for the first time? What should they be thinking about and what guidance from mistakes you've personally made in the past can you can you give them so you know they at least have a bit of a head start? Yeah, that's a great question. I think first is learn from this discussion and others that you're not going to be able to build that perfect unified model and a single one size fits all approach that answers the question of attribution. You really do need to look at multiple approaches in parallel to get to understanding the impact of all of your investments together. I would also say, you know, the brands that are going to benefit the most from private lift are those that are starting to have a more diverse marketing mix where there is real questions about the interaction effects amongst channels and the incrementality of the roles that Facebook and Instagram play versus other digital channels, as well as your offline marketing and any external market factors that may impact your seasonality or your sales and your customer acquisition over time as well. And then finally, I would say you want to really be clear at the start of this process, how you're going to go apply the learnings to your strategy going forward. How does the results that you'll get, whether great or not so great, how will they change your day-to-day operations and how will you systemize that into how your team operates your channels and then how you do some of that longer-term strategic planning that will touch down as well. Yeah, and I'll just add that Anthony's team is also extremely analytical and leaned in and they are at the cutting edge. So Private Lift is really being tested now and is not readily available for broad rollout. It requires a heavy lift. You do need analysts that are involved. You need to set up your own server to help facilitate this. And you can work with your meta partners to help set that up. But this is not something that is just push button and ready to go. It is because it is so new and so cutting edge. It does require heavy lift on behalf of the advertisers. But back to your question around how to start, I think the important thing is to remember sort of going back to the three layers, how are you measuring? How are you thinking about it? You've got your broad budget allocation. You're deciding your budget based on something. You've got your always on strategic tactical decision-making. Is it sort of, if it's last touch, then you're probably skewing your results away from sort of the true nature of how people interact with media. But then you should also be thinking about experiments and whether that's through geo or some other way, but thinking about true incrementality and sort of using that truth to sort of help calibrate your other measurement sources. Anthony, as we come to sort of the end of today's discussion, can you tell us a little bit about what's next for Acorns? You know, you're already at the cutting edge of attribution. And so how do you see things evolving for yourself and your role and for Acorns in the future? I would say the work is never done. So for us, it is about persistence with these sorts of methodologies and really systemizing this even more than it is today into how we think and measure and make decisions. So, you know, continuous improvement in that process of how we work in parallel with the other strategic priorities that we're pushing forward to help the business grow. But this will continue to be one of the top priorities for us to help us make those right decisions as we scale together with Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, I think that's an important part. I think Anthony made reference earlier, but there is there used to be this thought that you could build sort of one sort of measurement source of truth, and that would be it. And you had one sort of golden measurement, and that's what you would rely on. It's also this belief that you sort of set that up 
and then move on to your strategy, your sort of your best practices, your creative and your channel mix. And you wouldn't have to revisit your measurement because you've set it up and that's your gold standard. That's not true anymore. If it was ever true, measurement should be something that is always continuously being revisited and continuously being tested and continuously being updated. That's the way. So along with developing best practices and your actual strategies and tactics, you also always need to be thinking about sort of when was the last time you calibrated your measurement? When was the last time you tested for measurement's sake? And always continuously update that. And so we'll... Anthony, that is all the time that we have for today's discussion. And so I'm really grateful for you joining in and sharing your thoughts on this, you know, really engaging and actually like your cutting edge product in a sense. And so, you know, thank you for sharing how you've thought about that and the results that you've seen as well. You know, so hopefully from listening to this episode, you feel a bit more informed about, you know, measurement and attribution and how partners like Acorns have strengthened their marketing by being able to drive better performance through thinking about their attribution overall, and then even being able to leverage some of the cutting edge technology that Meta is working on at the moment. And if you want to take a look at how you attribute conversions, visit our Meta for Business website to find you know, the Lyft solution that's right for you and get started on your measurement journey. As well as that, there'll be links to any of the resources mentioned in today's show notes. And I just want to say thank you for listening to the Meta Business Innovation and Technology Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to get notified whenever a new episode is released and help us share these insights with others by leaving us a five-star review. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And we'd like to thank today's guests, Anthony Scarpacci and Will Sargason, for sharing their time and insight with us. Thank you for listening to the Meta Business Innovation and Technology Podcast.